the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Over the line, or closing, he's in. A backhander and a save by Tony Esposito. Stan Mikita was a small guy, very cocky in those days. A right hand by Magnuson, and he puts that guy down. Magnuson trying to tear his hair out. NBC Chicago's James Naveau. Six seventy, the scores, hockey guy Jay Zawaski. Two four, Hawks win, Hawks win again. Chris Chelios in overtime. Part of Blue Wire Podcasts. Came off the boards, he shoots, he's going down to the tape. A game-winning goal. The Hawks live to fight another day. Falling back, Sobel drives, gets it from The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Chicago's going to be in last place forever. Triple Threat Sports, Fry the Coop, and by the Sins in Law Group. Let's drop the puck. Oh, oh, hey, hey there. It's Jay Zawoski jumping in before this podcast begins because, as predicted, as James and I finished our Mark Andre Fleury reaction episode, the Blackhawks made more news. What's the news, you ask? Well, they traded Brent Seabrook's contract to the Tampa Bay Lightning for center Tyler Johnson and a second-round pick. So the Hawks rid themselves of Brent Seabrook's deal. They acquire a valuable player with three years left at $5 million on that contract. Probably not going to love the last year and a half of that deal, but you're out from under Brent Seabrook's contract. Last year, Tyler Johnson in 55 games had eight goals, 14 assists, and 22 points. He also had seven points in 23 playoff games. Solid two-way center. Nothing earth-shattering here, but uh, look, they got an asset. They got a guy that can play. They've got a guy that can make the team better. They don't have to worry about dealing with Brent Seabrook's contract every year. The Lightning are just going to bury that deal, much like the Phoenix Coyotes and Arizona Coyotes, whatever they're called, did with Marion Hosa's deal. So we're going to have more on this deal on Wednesday. It is crazy what is happening in Blackhawks world here, but without any further ado, here is our full episode on the Marc-Andre Fleury trade and all we know at this moment about it. Thanks for tuning in to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Welcome into another edition of the Madhouse Chicago <laughs> Hockey Podcast, where we speak things into existence. <laughs> My sure name do. is James DeVoe from NBC5 Chicago, also known as Nostradamus. And with me, as always, is Jay Zawatsky of 670 The Score and the I'm Fat Podcast. The reason that I'm being so uh, complimentary of myself is as we signed off from our podcast last night. Oh, hold, hold on. Hold on, buddy. <laughs> oh, hold okay. on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> You don't have to explain. You don't have to explain. I've got the time machine right here. Oh, God. He's going to play the clip. That's all we got for tonight. We're going to have a lot more. This week is not over. You know we're going to have an episode on Wednesday after free agency. When they the trade Hawks... for Marc-Andre Fleury. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Look at that. You were a day early. That's the only <laughs> yeah, the only mistake you made. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was dumbfounded, dumbfounded when I saw. And look, we knew 
We saw the we got to do our propers. I'm sorry. Follow us on Twitter at Madhouse Pod, Instagram Madhouse underscore Pod, email us MadhousePod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, all that good stuff. Our T Public Shop is in the links in our bios. People are chopping up those Detroit suck shirts. <laughs> there's two varieties. There's the Lester Bangs from Almost Famous variety, and there's the Bleeding Head NHL 94 version of Detroit sucks. Both are selling like hotcakes. So check out our T Public Shop. And get yourself a real nice t-shirt. By the way, if you don't know, at Tee Public, it's not just t-shirts. They've got mugs, phone cases, stickers. So if you like any of our designs, you can get it in pretty much any form. And you can change the color of all the shirts. You can get red, blue, green, whatever you want. You can get a baseball tee. You can get a the tri-blend, which is what I go with. So tons of good stuff there. Okay. So we knew that this could potentially happen. Uh, Scott Powers buried it in his Duncan Keith story a few weeks ago. And I'm sitting at work, Maggie Hendricks is on, talking about Simone Biles, minding my own business. And I see Dan Bernstein goes in the air and says, we got some breaking news here. And I look at my partner, Jordan Malley, who produced the open of this show. And I said, what's going on? I, I miss whatever he's about to say. I don't know it. I don't know about it. And he's like, Mark Andre Fleury's been trading the Blackhawks. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? So I scrambled to Twitter. Emily Kaplan had it first. And she's killing it, by the way. She's got a great hawk source. Follow Emily Kaplan on Twitter because she had Seth Jones first and she's got Flurry first. So uh, keep your eye on Emily Kaplan. She is plugged into the Blackhawks. But um, man, I just my head was spinning like they didn't give up anything, but it's Michael Heckerinen later. And but he's staying in the Hawks. I, this whole thing is a complete mind F and I don't even really know where to begin. So because you are Nostradamus Niveau. I'm going to make you choose where we start with this whole thing. I I woke up this morning and was kind of just fixing myself coffee and whatever, and then I dozed off, and when I woke up, I got on my phone, and the first thing I saw on Twitter was that Jay had tagged me in the tweet about uh, Marc-Andre Fleury being acquired by the Blackhawks, and it was in that moment that I realized the terrible power that i apparently possess <laughs> with um, great I, power comes great responsibility <laughs> i just i literally like i said it like somewhat flippantly obviously like jay said we kind of knew that this was something the blackhawks were apparently kicking the tires on and then lo and behold it happens today that they go out and i love how they had to keep hyping this up the vesna trophy winner mark andre flurry they had to make sure that they continued to say what an incredible player he was because they ate the, they had Vegas eat zero salary, so now Vegas is going to basically be go, able to go out and do whatever they want in free agency. They've already got a contract lined up, it sounds like, with Alec Martinez. There was rumors that they're kicking the tires on Philip Deneau. So just think about this, Jay. We Before we get to what it means for the Blackhawks, Vegas can end up getting to keep Alec Martinez and could potentially sign Philip Deneau to a contract because the Blackhawks did him a solid, apparently. Yeah, and they might be helping Vegas do a lot of the things they want. We've even seen some Jack Eichel rumors there, too. And I'm fine with that if Marc-Andre Fleury plays for the Blackhawks, right? Like, mm. that. there's the rub. We don't know if Marc-Andre Fleury is going to play for the Hawks. So this trade happens. Everyone's reeling, like, holy cow, trying to make sense of it. Then Bob McKenzie jumps in like, by the way, he did not want to be traded. And by the way, he might want to, he might consider retirement. Then Marc-Andre Fleury's agent, Alan Walsh jumps in 
And we've had history with Alan Walsh. You might remember him from the days of the, he blocked me on Twitter for some reason, no idea why, but he, from the <laughs> days of the Marty Havlat slash Marion Hosa thing, where the Hawks sort of last minute were like, holy crap, we can get Hosa. We're doing that instead of signing Havlat. And Alan Walsh was like, the truth will come out. Everyone will know what the Hawks did to my client. And then nothing happened and nothing came of it. Um, here's what he had to say about the trade. This is a quote. While Mark andre Fleury still hasn't heard from anybody with the Vegas Golden Knights, he has apparently been traded to Chicago. Mark andre will be taking time to discuss this situation with his family and seriously evaluate his hockey future at this time. Okay, so that's like right after the trade happens. A few hours later, Vegas GM Kelly McCrimmon meets the media, says that this has been discussed with Mark andre Fleury several times, he says they had open discussions about Chicago specifically this past weekend. So Mark andre Fleury knew this was an a possibility. Then <laughs> Mark Lazarus publishes a story which says that he does not want to come to Chicago, that Fleury does not want to come to Chicago. The source close to Fleury described him as, quote, totally shocked. Another source said Fleury, quote, doesn't want to play there though stressing that the sentiment had nothing to do with the Blackhawks organization, but rather Flurry not wanting to uproot his family for an unfamiliar locale. Okay, so bottom line, we don't know if Marc-Andre Flurry will ever play a second for the Blackhawks. And, and obviously, that's a huge red flag to me for Stan Bowman because I'd imagine that what's he trying to do there? Is he trying to acquire him and then convince him to come play in Chicago? That seems like kind of a risky strategy. And then you add on top of that the fact that you now have $7 million in salary cap space that's kind of effectively tied up for the foreseeable future. And, oh, yeah, free agency starts tomorrow. So you have a lot of what ifs that you're asking yourself at a very inopportune time to be doing that. And the fact that you just kind of took the salary without any sort of precondition, any type of sweetener, anything like that, it's just a really questionable decision by Stan Bowman to go out and do this. And I have to know if he does end up having to flip Marc-Andre Fleury. I know he said that's not his intention, obviously, but if he ends up having to do that because Fleury says, no, I don't want to come there and play, what, are you going to force him into retirement? No, you're going to end up flipping him. And then what does that tell you about Stan? To me, it's a fire. And this is going to sound really stupid considering all the other stuff that's going on right <laughs> now with the Blackhawks. It's another one. It's a fireable offense if he did that. That is so beyond idiotic and just it's not smart. It's very ill-advised, I think. And the fact that we don't know if he wants to play here is really damning for Stan Bowman in this whole situation. Yes, if you're making a deal of this magnitude, and granted, they didn't give up a lot. They just took on the salary. Fine. And maybe Stan Bowman's saying, like, you know what? I'll give up this player who really has no future in our organization uh, for the chance that Marc-Andre Fleury agrees to play here. And if he doesn't, fine. You know, we'll we'll move on and and we'll we'll find a goalie elsewhere and, and you know, no problem. We don't have we're not on the hook for that money. But like you said, free agency starts at 11 a.m. tomorrow, Wednesday. And you've got $7 million now that's sort of hanging up there in limbo that you don't know if you can use or not. Now, they might still be active tomorrow. There's still signings they can make. They've got the Seabrook and the Shaw long-term injured reserve money they've got that they can use. So they do like it's they don't have to be cap compliant every day leading up to the season. They have to be cap compliant by day one. But if this thing drags on, Right. 
And then the, and then Flory's like, you know what? I've given it some thought and I either am going to retire or please trade me. Right. And then it's what? August, September. The season's about to begin and you've got to make that deal or you've got to suddenly find your goalie again. It's just messy. And and who's going to take on three and a half million dollars? Because I guarantee you nobody's taking on that full contract, unless the Blackhawks were to take on an equally you know, rough contract moving forward. And in that case, it's like, well, screw it. It's one year, I guess. Yeah, but you 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 could have just not made the trade and not have to worry about it. Well, yeah, obvious. I, I really hope. Look, you and I, everyone has been very critical of Stan Bowman for a lot of things, right? Like, obviously, we know, definitely. But he's not an idiot. Like, he's not, he might not be great at his job, but he's not a moron. Right. You have to think that this dude did enough due diligence on this trade to know if Mark Andre Fleury was going to play or at least would like consider it. I you do have d- to ask you, why do I have to assume that? I don't because only an idiot would make that trade without knowing that. Well, clearly, Mark Andre Fleury isn't exactly over the moon to be coming here. Hey, if you love listening to us here on the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast, what's stopping you? from grabbing a mic and starting your own show. There's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your shows pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listen to us talk about your favorite team, then make your voice heard in Hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more. That's bwhustle.com slash join. I'm trying to like, as we always do, try to think of like, what's the other side? What's the play here? Is Marc-Andre Fleury looking for an extension? Is he, is he going to say to Sam Bowman, like, you know what? I'm really not interested in uprooting my family for one year. But if you want to give me a two, three-year extension, we can talk. We can figure something out. And it won't be for $7 million, but six, five and a half. Let's have the conversation. Maybe then I'd be willing to uproot my family with some sort of commitment or some sort of security on the deal. And you just know Stan Bowman would flip that no-movement clause out there. No problem. Lickety-split like he does for everybody. <laughs> I just don't see how this ends. And how does Bowman get an answer by 11 a.m. on Wednesday? This is my big fear is he doesn't have an answer and he's got to make this team better. And he's like, well, I don't know what money I have. Then again, the season rolls around. He gets in cap trouble. Then maybe he's got to trade Calvin DeHaan. And if teams know they've got to trade players, that puts them behind the eight ball too because teams are like, no, you're we're we're not we're you're gonna eat half the salary. We're gonna give you a late round pick, and that's it. If he's dealing from a, a position of strength, 
he can get more. When teams are like, no, you're screwed. You have to make this deal. Well, then you're going to give us what we want, and it's not going to be good for the Hawks. Well, I, and the Coyotes already loaded up on a bunch of salaries that, of guys who they don't anticipate to do anything for them, so that option's out the window. <sighs> Lord. <I'm> just <laughs> – it's just – it's I, I, uh, it's so frustrating because this should be exciting. This should be a good day to be a Hawks fan. We should be talking about, man, what does Marc-Andre Fleury bring to the Blackhawks? How does this make them better? Are they a playoff team now? Could they be even better? Maybe win a round if everything breaks correctly. Instead, we're like, is our GM a friggin' moron or not? That's the conversation we're having when you acquire the reigning Vezina Trophy winner for a guy most people have never heard of. And I don't think his name has ever been uttered on this show in the history of the Madhouse podcast before. And you got the Vezina Trophy winner for just money and a year you had some money. Mm-hmm. And and this is what we're talking about. It just seems, it just smacks of incompetence. And I hope that's not the case. I hope Stan Bowman has assurances and maybe, you know, because like I said, uh, Alan, the, the Alan Walsh, the GM, has been known to make a little bit of a spectacle when his high-profile clients have gotten jerked around a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. he's just putting on a little show here, trying to you know drum up some sympathy for his client, which he's done, and which is valid. And maybe Stan Bowman knows, you know what, he's going to play here. Because the way the Hawks were sending press releases today, oh my God, it was confetti, it was fireworks. If the technology existed to bomb you with confetti when you opened an email, the Hawks would have done it. It was celebratory. And there's a chance this guy doesn't wear a hawk sweater ever, and that is yeah. crazy to me. On the yeah. if this happened two weeks ago, and you've got two weeks to work your way. To, I'm sorry, I'm ranting, James. You got two weeks to work your way to the free agency date, have conversations, see what you can work out, see if he's going to do it. Okay, fine, retire or we'll trade you again. No, it's a day before free agency. It was basically 24 hours before free agent frenzy opens. And Sam Bowman maybe has $7 million, Maybe not. Mm, who needs to know that information? On the day yeah. free agency starts. Come on. Uh, there's no other... Uh... There, there's no other holes on the roster, don't you know, Jay? No, they're, they're, they're stacked. They're a complete team. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, I'm just going to say this now so I'm clear. If Marc-Andre Fleury plays for the Hawks, I am all in on this deal. All in. Sure. Love it. But I need to know that's going to happen first, which is why as we're talking, I'm constantly refreshing Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Just- and I mean, honestly, who the heck cares? Yeah. If it's if he does end up playing, then congratulations. You got a Vesna Trophy winning goaltender for one season. So if it doesn't work out, he's gone next year. And our- you got him for a guy again. We're probably never going to hear from again. In our favorite movie, Bridge to Camesso. Bridge to Camasso. I can't believe um, Tom Hanks died at the end of that. Just brutal. <laughs> so do we want to talk about, I mean, we can talk about a million different things with this. Do we want to even uh, throw at this out there? What impact does this have on Kevin Lankin? In? Well, I think we've known, we've talked about this a lot since the season ended. Lankin has started off great and then started to fade towards the end. And I think Marc-Andre Fleury, whoever, we saw Robin Leonard and Corey Crawford do it the season before sort of fade as the season went on just because you just can only take, you know, 40 shots per night so often. But the Hawks are pretty convinced, and, and I tend to agree with them on this. Kevin Lincoln is a great backup, 
and a replacement level starter. And I think they know they need to upgrade in goal. This, as we talked about it two weeks ago, and the rumor came out, it makes a lot of sense. One-year deal. They've got the cap space to make it work. Solidify your goaltending for a year and then figure out what you're going to do beyond that next year. It makes a lot of sense as a deal. I think I love Kevin Lankin in, in a backup role. And even with Flurry at his advanced age, um, you could have, I don't want to say a split, but a 60-40 sort of a deal. Uh, and yeah. that would ease the burden of of uh, Flurry having a guy behind him that is capable of starting in the NHL. <laughs> yeah, that that was my first reaction too. I saw a few people say, "Oh, what is this going to do to Kevin Lankinen's confidence?" It's like, dude, he had to have known that they were going to go out and potentially try to get another veteran to come in and either compete with him or to be the starter, and he was going to be the backup. He had a solid year last year. It's not like they went out and did this when they had, you know, 2012 vintage Jonathan Quick already in net. It's not, that's not the level that Kevin Lankinen is at, and if you can make an improvement there, I think that it helps to mask at least some of the deficiencies that you have on the blue line. Speaking of that, I did want to throw this out there too. The Blackhawks just threw that new contract at Seth Jones, giving him nine and a half million a season. Do you see Alex Ovechkin got nine and a half million a season for the next five years to stay with the Capitals? Just think, Jay, the Blackhawks could add Alex Ovechkin for the same money that they got Seth Jones for. <laughs> I think I'd rather have Seth Jones. Honestly, I know Ovechkin's a stud, but I'm very happy he's going to be breaking that record in uh, Washington because that's exactly what this deal is for. It is for Alex Ovechkin to break the all-time goal-scoring record and do it in Washington. To me, that is a lot of money. I know Ovechkin's great. I know he's still great. He's also 35 years old. Yeah, five years at nine point. I mean, maybe he's the new Yager, right? Like Maybe he's just a guy that can play forever and be effective forever. There really hasn't been much of a drop-off in his game, but that's a big commitment, and I could just see Stan Bowman like, oh, you can give that much money to a guy that old. Here's five-year extensions for Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. <laughs> By the way, Marc-Andre Fleury uh, issued a statement uh, via his agent, Alan Walsh. If you want to follow Alan Walsh on Twitter before he blocks you, it's at Walsha, W-A-L-S-H-A. Fleury says, quote, I want to thank all the amazing fans in Vegas and my teammates for four incredible years together. You embraced me and my family from day one and made playing games at the Fortress one of the great joys of my life. We will miss playing in Vegas very much, but I'm grateful for my time in your city. No mention of the Golden Knights organization, just thanking the fans in Vegas and his teammates. So very, very interesting. Also didn't mention Chicago at all. Right. That's that to me is the big like kind of. And is there a part two to this statement? You want to give us something there, uh, Mr. Flower? Yeah, I kept looking to see if there was like more of the statement, but nope, that's the whole thing. Um, So before we wrap this up, I'm sure we're going to do another podcast tomorrow. James, it is time for you to give the fans what they want. Will Marc-Andre Fleury be the Blackhawks goalie next season? Uh, Yes. Yes, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say it. He's going to not walk away from $7 million. The Blackhawks are essentially going to tell him, look, bro, it's one season. If you want an extension, we can talk about it. But the main thing right now is that we're not trading you. So you either retire or you play for us. I think they end up playing hardball just to avoid Stan Bowman being called an abject moron by everybody. I think that that ultimately resolves itself with Flurry at least starting the season with the Blackhawks. 
There you have it. There's nothing more to discuss. It has been done. Swami James Naveau has predicted that Marc-Andre Fleury will be the Blackhawks goalie next season. And buddy, that's all I need to hear. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We told you anytime news breaks, we will be here. Want to give us a shout out to our sponsors, Triple Threat Sports, Fry the Coop, and the Simpson Law Group. You guys don't pay enough for every episode to get a plug, quite frankly. Okay. Let's be honest here. Let's be honest. Uh, But no, thanks for joining us. We'll be with y'all tomorrow uh, after free agency. Assuming something happens, I think something will happen, uh, but we'll have a podcast for you uh, on Wednesday night as well. So keep it with us on the Madhouse podcast. In the meantime, Make sure you're sharing our episodes on Twitter. Make sure you're subscribing, rating, reviewing, all those things. Send those reviews to madhousepod at gmail.com. Remember, we're going to send out two Madhouse Podcast prize packs to people who leave us five-star reviews. So leave those on Apple Podcasts. Send us a screenshot, and we will pick your name out of a hat and send you a Madhouse Pod prize pack. Until next time, for my partner, James Naveau, this is Jay Zawoski. This has been the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast was brought to you by Fry the Coop, Triple Threat Sports, and by the Cincin Law Group. I'm Amira Rose Davis, historian and co-host of the sports podcast, Burn It All Down. And now I'm hosting the new season of American Prodigy, all about black girls in gymnastics. For the last 40 years, Black gymnasts have moved from the margins to the core of the sport and changed gymnastics along the way. Now, they tell their stories. You'll meet trailblazers like Diane Durham, superstars like Jordan Childs, and everyone in between. Listen to American Prodigies on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.